This is Mission.org. Hey, Marketing Trends fans. This is Ian, host of Marketing Trends and Chief Content Officer here at Mission.org. First off, I wanted to thank all of you for subscribing and listening to the podcast. Our goal is to make a show that is helpful for marketing leaders around the world. And we have a fun opportunity to meet the Marketing Trends team in person. We will be podcasting live from Serious Decisions 2019 Summit on May 5th to 8th in Austin, Texas. Thanks to our friends at Salesforce Pardot. And you can nominate a podcast guest. That's right. We are looking for B2B marketing legends to tell their story. You can nominate a teammate or yourself to be a featured guest on the Marketing Trends Podcast if you click on the link in the show notes. Also, make sure to come by the Pardot booth number 402 to win swag and meet the team. And if you can't make it to Austin, don't worry. All of the episodes that we will record will be right here in our Marketing Trends podcast feed and in the marketingtrends.com newsletter. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions, email us at team at marketingtrends.com. Take care. Hello, and welcome to Marketing Trends. This is producer Ben Wilson. On this episode of Marketing Trends, we talked to Ryan Green, Senior Vice President and CMO of Southwest Airlines. We talked to Ryan about what makes Southwest so effective and how he helped get them to where they are. He opens up about how Southwest is able to garner best in the industry customer satisfaction and customer loyalty, as well as how he helped transform their marketing organization to meet the demands of the digital age. Enjoy. Marketing Trends is brought to you by Salesforce Pardot, B2B marketing automation on the world's number one CRM. Are you ready to take your B2B marketing to new heights? With Pardot, marketers can find and nurture leads, close more deals, and maximize ROI. Learn more by visiting pardot.com podcast, or click on the link in our show notes. Welcome to Marketing Trends. I'm Ian Faison, Chief Content Officer here at Mission.org. On the other line, hailing from somewhere in San Francisco, California, Lauren Vaccarello, what's going on? Not much. It is a lovely day in San Francisco. And Ian, I am so freaking excited about today's episode. This is great. This is going to be a really, really fun one because on the other line as well, we have Ryan Green. What's going on? How are you guys? You know, I am just excited to talk about transparency because I think it is one of my favorite all-time ad campaigns at this point. And I'm a huge Southwest fan and really everyone at at, uh, at Mission is. And it's just, we're going to get into all that stuff. We're going to get into your background and everything. So we're just, uh, we're just happy I, to be I'm here. flying Southwest in two days, so it's very exciting. Awesome. Thank you. Glad you guys are customers. Hopefully we... Uh, we treat you right and do you do a good job for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll uh I don't know if it's I'm allowed to share my Rapids reward number after this, but in case people want to just put that in there and get me some extra points, I'm not going to be against it. It might be been against uh the policy here, but yeah, we can send you some extra drink coupons at the oh, end here. Hey, that's now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I I am going to Vegas, so those drink coupons are going to come in handy. Absolutely. They always Those do. are like currency on that Vegas flight. That's you could you can trade that. It's uh, I think it's like one to one with the uh, with the U.S. dollar. I think so, too. Yeah. We have to overstock those flights to Vegas to make sure that we uh, don't run out. Oh, that's so great. That's really good. So I want to get into 
how you got started in marketing. But first, your first job was picking blueberries. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. I, uh, in high school, my best friend, his parents owned a blueberry farm. And uh, if you don't know much about picking blueberries, you can only do it at a certain time of day before the sun comes up, really, because the sun in southeast Texas will soften the berries to the point that it just makes a mess. So you've got about two hours to pick as many berries as you can. And we had, you know, you kind of hang a bucket off the front of your chest and you stand under the bush and tickle the berries, as it's called, and you just tickle them and they fall off into the bucket and you get paid five bucks a bucket. Didn't make a ton of money, but that's what I did uh, in June every year at my uh, buddy's, buddy's farm. Any marketing takeaways from that? Oh, that was going to be my question. <laughs> you know, n- no, other than I knew that that is not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. See, that alone is a good learning experience. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You got to know what you don't want to do before you can figure out what you do want to do. Oh, and it probably was the, I don't want to do this. I think I'm going to do well in school. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So why did you uh, decide to get into marketing? You know, it actually was dumb luck in some regard. I went to college, got my undergraduate degree at Texas A&M, and I started out as a political science major. I've always been interested in politics and thought that that's what I wanted to do. And I got into my first semester and realized I do not want to do this. I don't want to go to law school. I don't want to do political science. It can be a hobby, but this isn't what I want want to make my career into. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I joined the College of Business, figured out that I didn't want to become an accountant or, or do uh, you know, corporate finance, found my way into marketing and fell in love with it. So it really was just pure dumb luck. But it's, it's something that I've fallen in love with. I enjoy the challenges every day, um, the ability to really make an impact every day. Marketing's involved in a lot of what goes, what goes on in a big corporation um, like Southwest Airlines and um, you know, it's it's turned out okay, but there wasn't a ton of, you know, strategic direction in the beginning. You know what? I actually had really similar of falling into falling into marketing too. I I don't know if at you know eighteen or twenty years old, any of us really have an exact idea of where we want our life to be and where we want our life to go. And you have to be okay with a bit of serendipity. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I've, I have a freshman in high school now and he's kind of beginning to think about, beginning to think about that. And he has no clue what he wants to do. And I think that that's okay. I think that, you know, life happens and you kind of figure it out as you go along. I don't think you have to have it all laid out in front of you. And it's actually pretty interesting kind of how you got to be CMO. And you recently took over as chief marketing officer at Southwest and I think that it's so fascinating. You had such a, a background working there for so long and so much customer facing and loyalty programs and all of these things that we would call, you know, this customer success, this customer orientation. How did that kind of evolve into your role and then and then bring you to be to be CMO? Yeah, I, you know, I was, I was really fortunate. I, I came to Southwest. I started six months after 9-11. So it was a very turbulent time for our industry and, and, and our country. 
I was fortunate enough to land here. I did, you know, I'd studied Southwest in school and knew that, you know, some of the the core values of the company were something that I wanted to be aligned with. And it really was the company. It wasn't the airline industry itself that attracted me to Southwest. I've since fallen in love with the industry and the challenges and the passion that people have for air travel. Uh, It's fun to market that on a daily basis. But I started in an entry-level position working on our vacation package product in an analyst-type role. I definitely am more of a product marketer, a loyalty marketer, you know, as I've kind of come up through the ranks and, and, and spent my, you know, and during my 17 years here at Southwest. And that's evolved into uh, the CMO role. You know, that's not necessarily the path for everybody that becomes a CMO. You have a lot of traditional brand marketers and, you know, that's, that is something that I have to surround myself with really, really good brand marketers to help, help us work through, you know, whatever those challenges are every day. But it just hasn't necessarily been the traditional path. You know, I think it is, it has served me well, certainly, you know, I spent a lot of time in loyalty marketing. I had an opportunity to relaunch our loyalty program, which was a fantastic opportunity to really get to know the customer and what motivates the customer to choose Southwest Airlines. And I think it helps me in making, you know, some of the decisions that, it, that we have to make every day. I love that this idea of going from loyalty programs to CMO, because when you think about, you know, technology businesses or, you know, B2B or things like that, you kind of don't have that. What is like loyalty, right? Like people talk about churn, they talk about, you know, making customers for life. They talk about a lot of that. But the kind of idea of rewards is something that's not really in B2B specifically. And it's a lot more of a, of a B2C play. But I think there's so much that we could learn from this idea and the mindset of like, what does it mean to get rewards? Like, what does it mean to be a loyal customer? And like, what comes with that? And what are the advantages of that? And ultimately, and we'll get into the transparency stuff as well, but ultimately this idea that you're trying to make a more transparent, you know, experience with the customer where they know what they're getting and they know that there are things that they can do to get more rewards. And I think that's just, you know, it kind of gamifies and is fun. Did you kind of sense that as you were building that, that there was this kind of gamification and this, this situation where you could actually provide things that are fun for your loyal customers? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the loyalty program is, it is a big reason that customers choose Southwest Airlines. Rapid Rewards is industry leading. I believe it is absolutely the best loyalty program, not only in the airline industry, but in the world. And I think there's, a, you know, there's several reasons for that. But I do want to say that the loyalty to Southwest Airlines, when you really sit down and talk to our customers about why they choose Southwest and what makes them come back, it is the experience that happens on the front lines. It is our employees who, that's where the rubber meets the road. And when a customer is flying and they have an issue, the fact that we have employees who are service-oriented, they want to help, they're empathetic, they're trying to find a solution for those customers, that's what drives lifelong loyalty to Southwest Airlines. Having said that, the loyalty program itself is... It's one of the things when you ask customers, you know, what do you love about Southwest Airlines? It is some of those transparent policies about no change fees, no bag fees, 
And right after that, you get into, and their loyalty program is great. I can get a seat, you know, on any flight, anytime. I don't feel like you're hiding anything from me. I don't feel like there's any gaming and, and, you know, I've got to hunt and peck for these reward seats that truly you can pay with points or cash. We're indifferent to it. And that, you know, that I can actually get some utility out of these points that I earn from flying you. So it's really all of those things kind of coming together. But, you know, if you have to boil it down to one thing, it always comes back to our employees. I love that. And the the sense of sort of ownership and empowerment that that your employees have and this deep focus on the customer and how do we provide this exceptional experience for the customer for all of our all of our flyers is really incredible and honestly unique in a lot of ways in the airline industry. One of the things that Ian had had said and is on the on the B2B side, on the tech side, there isn't necessarily this giant focus on loyalty and on the customer. And I think the position that you're in, and I love that you came from a loyalty background into CMO because it's not about the one time somebody flies, it's about overall customer lifetime value and how do you deliver an exceptional experience so people keep coming back and become advocates and tell everyone how great Southwest is and become these long-term loyal customers to increase CLTV. And I think there's so much that the tech world and SaaS and B2B can learn and take away from everything that you've built at, at Southwest. I think tech and B2B don't care enough about the customer and they care too much about the initial sale and not enough about driving exceptional experiences and value for customers. And that's a broad statement, but you know, in general, I think it's true. What advice do you have to instill this sense of real customer centricity, not platitude on the wall customer centricity uh, within the tech world? Yeah, I think that it's, I think your point is, is well made. And I think there is generally in our industry overall, there is more of a focus on acquisition and getting the sale and, you know, transactional level kind of that transactional level behavior that, you know, if you had more of a focus on repeat business and loyalty, you actually make your job from a marketing standpoint so much easier. If you can design an experience around what the customer needs and make it really easy for them to make that choice to come back over and over again, it really does make your your job that much easier. One of the things that we track every month, I look at it every month, is our first consideration metric. You know, when you're thinking, unaided, when you're thinking of an airline, when you have traveled a book, what's the first airline that you think of? And that's one of the things that I look at. It's one of my most important KPIs because I, and that goes, that speaks to that loyalty component that if I'm the airline that comes to mind first in an unaided way, it just makes my, what I have to get in the funnel, the, the sales funnel all day in and day out much less. And it's also really important for Southwest Airlines because we don't distribute our product on any third party site. You have to come to us. So to have that first consideration to be the first thing that customers come to mind in Southwest.com is really, really important to us. It was literally the next question, because I think it's one of the most fascinating examples of something that is counterintuitive to a lot of marketers. Like, wait, other people are going to aggregate my stuff and sell it for me. Great. You know, and you've talked about 
at length being a maverick and, and this company that is a maverick and this kind of maverick mindset. Do you feel like when you became CMO, like how did you kind of embrace that maverick kind of mindset? And and I'd love to to dive deeper on on why you choose to to not play with the out- aggregators. Well, for a couple of reasons, I think we always have to have well, two two things there. I think back on the maverick mindset, I think we always have to have a maverick mindset. We can never be complacent. You know, we're the largest airline in the United States, but we don't act like we're the largest airline in the United States. And it's that lack of complacency that continues to push us forward to propel new thinking and new ideas and to just to never be satisfied. And it's that is that's something that's top of mind all the time in in the thinking on why we don't aggregate our product with others is because a seat on Southwest, it's not a commodity. We're not a commodity. And if you if you list our product and our flights along with, you know, those of our competitors, we don't get the opportunity to really tell our story that, hey, this seat on Southwest Airlines comes with the things that it really should come with. The fact that we don't charge you bag fees, the fact that life happens and you may need to change your plans. We don't think you should have to pay a fee for that. The fact that the points that you're going to earn for this flight are good on any flight in the future. So if you're just listed with everybody else, you don't get the opportunity to tell your story on what makes what makes us unique. The other thing too is that at the core of who Southwest Airlines is, you know, low costs enable our ability to offer all of these other things, a low fare and these customer-friendly policies. It all starts with low cost. If you're listed on those site aggregators, you have to pay, pay to be there. And, you know, that's just not, that's not core to who we are. And it doesn't enable the things that we want to offer for our customers. That's an absolutely brilliant insight. And I think another thing that you mentioned there, which is so fascinating, I didn't know that Southwest was the biggest airline. And it's something that you don't beat over people's head in marketing, which is probably why I didn't know. But I did know, you know, low cost. And I did know, you know, about transparency and about love and about all these other things. It seems like Southwest is so methodical about messaging and about getting the things across that are most important to the company. What do you think, like, what are some some ways that you're doing that, whether it's via digital, whether it's via, you know, mobile channels and loyalty and, and TV and all that sort of stuff? Like, how do you how do you get that information in people's minds so so that you are top of mind when they travel? Yeah, it's interesting. When I became CMO, we had a bad, and you looked at, how we spent our media dollars, about 65% of what we spent was on TV. And the vast majority of that, of our TV spend was in the NFL, which is relatively an an expensive media property. You know, at at that time though, we were and, and still are the biggest airline in the United States. And we didn't really need that platform to tell our story in, in that way. Also, the fact that 85% of our business is done on our direct digital channels. So our consumers were transacting online. That mix of 65 TV, 35 digital just didn't seem right given you know the composition of, of how our customers were buying from us. So we made a shift and we have, we have flipped that. We still do TV, mark, advertising on TV, 
but it's a much less lower percentage of our spend, and we're doing a lot more on digital. The messaging is the same, but clearly how you go about delivering that message is different, but it's more it's more relevant for, for our consumer and where we kind of are in our, our life cycle as a brand to be more digital heavy, certainly. So, it, but the message, to your point, the message hasn't changed. We continue to drive home those, those same messages. We're just doing it in a different way. Did you kind of feel like there was any pressure to be CMO of a company, you know, with a 50-year history? And obviously you'd been there a long time when you took over, but you know, there's just such a, a rich tradition and kind of that maverick mentality that we talked about. And did you kind of come in and say, hey, I, I need to, you know, keep things the way they are because they're going great, but also maybe there are some things that we need to shake up? Like, what was the mindset going in? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm very fortunate. I, I still can't believe that I'm CMO of a, of a brand who people love. And it's not only a brand that people love, but it's also a brand that people are passionate about one way or the other. So it's fun to market. It's fun to, it's fun to do what I get to do every day. And I have a fantastic team that it's fun to do that with. There's an element of, hey, don't screw this up. I mean, it's, yeah. you're inheriting something that is, has a very long history. It's clearly successful. It didn't, it didn't get to be the brand and the company that it is by accident. And I certainly, you know, there is a little, there is pressure there to not screw it up. But there are some things that we really needed to change and to do differently. We, we needed to be more of a digital company and continuing to market the way that we were marketing was really terribly inefficient for what we needed to achieve. And that change, that change in and of itself, it's very different. It is a very different marketing organization that produces 65% of your kind of activity, say, on TV and in, in the NFL versus a marketing organization that is always on in digital channels, thousands upon thousands of versions, a lot of taking advantage of artificial intelligence. And that takes different skill set, that takes different tools, that takes just a different way of going about things. And so, so it's this fine balance between, you know, don't screw it up, but we need to continue to, to evolve. And, and, and that goes back to never resting on your laurels. I want to talk about the transparency campaign, because as I kind of mentioned at the top, I, I really just think it's one of my favorite marketing campaigns ever, because it takes such a crystal clear customer pain point that everyone was so furious at. I mean, I think that what is the airline industry has got to be got to be like bottom five in customer satisfaction or something like that. I mean, it's, it's not great. And Southwest is polar opposite at the top of that. So it's taking this customer pain point and using a strength and marketing that, but also just clearly taking shots across the bow at all of your competitors that do a horrible job at that. I shouldn't say all, I should say some of the competitors that that do an awful job at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No shots from me fired. But I, I, I'm really curious in like, what was the you know creation of this campaign? What went into it? What what thoughts went into it? You know, it's something that I think it's a, it's trademarked or or, or something. It I, is. I, yeah. I'd love to yeah. learn more. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, we made up a word. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, transparency is a, is a word that doesn't that doesn't really exist anywhere. And that was actually the initial campaign was we launched this word that we had created and we had to kind of define what it was 
for customers and you know it's it's written like you just pulled it right out of Webster's dictionary but the the insight there is clearly there's a pain point with how our industry has evolved and the differing position that we have continued to take you know our fares they're low and they stay low and that we don't nickel and dime and that we don't there's no hidden there's nothing hidden about it but that's not necessarily an easy thing to communicate and you know it was it was excellent work from GSDNM our agency you know our agency of record that to take all of that and take the bold step to say you know what it is a difficult thing to communicate in a very simple succinct way so we're just going to make up our own word and we're going to go we're going to go talk about it in a lot of different places but it resonates with customers you know you get f- the word fair is part of it f a i r and f a r e is is part of that and the fact that we're really transparent with you what you see is what you get and that you know not, nothing is hidden in what comes with our low fare. So I think it was, I agree with you, I think it's an excellent piece of work um, that we continue to use and we continue to to own this thing that we kind of created out of and I, nothing. In a lot of ways, it takes the the best of you know product marketing and marries it with the creativity of brand of what's our real differentiator? What is the, the pain point that only we can solve and we're solving well and rather than to your point, having this big, long, here's the, the description of everything that we do and why we're better, it, it solves that pain point in a really clear, really fun, interesting way and has allowed you to really build that into, to Ian's point, one of the most fun marketing campaigns that's out there that also isn't just, it's not, it's not a lot of fluff, it is this is fun and interesting, but by the way, this is why you should fly with us because you are not going to all of a sudden show up and you thought this was low cost, but you can't even fly with the carry on. And this is going to be this much more money. And all of a sudden, all of the little bits add up and leave you feeling frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't have to say all that what you just said there. Um, We've encapsulated it in a word. So I think it is... It is a really good piece of marketing work. It's, it's completely brilliant. And if you look at some of the work that you've done with the, the Rapid Rewards program and this transparency, there's such impactful programs and campaigns for Southwest. And from my perspective, they both come from this deep customer knowledge, deep customer centricity. Who are our customers? Why do they care? How does, why do we care about them? How does this relate to the brand? And I think it's, such good lessons for every marketer to really take away and internalize. Yeah, and that there's a dedication to that. There's a dedication to really understanding the customer and what they need. That's not, you, you can't get that by just going out and doing a couple of research projects a year. We've really invested a lot. And we're fortunate because we're in a space where customers self-identify through the loyalty program in large, large regard. You kind of just because of the nature of the industry itself, you have to know a lot about customers, um, who they are specifically before they get on an airplane. And so that's allowed us to really know a lot about who our customers are specifically, how often they come back, what their experience was like as they traveled, what may or may not have driven their satisfaction. But we spend a tremendous amount of effort on that. We've got 
a fairly sizable data science team that is pouring through all that data and really bringing the insights out and to bear. And it really does weigh into, you know, the decisions that we're making day in and day out about what our product offering is and what our, what our service offering should be for that entire journey, that entire customer journey. Let's get into some lightning round questions, fast and easy questions. These are stuff we haven't shared with you before. So this is going to be all new, but they're easy. Okay. Much like Southwest, getting on a plane, really easy uh, with Southwest. And also like our good friends at Pardot. First question, what app are you using on your phone that's the most fun? Probably the one that I keep going back to is a crossword puzzle app. That makes it, that makes me sound like I'm 70 years old, but I have a new found interest and love for crosswords. Ryan Green, puzzle person. <laughs> Sounds interesting, the, that'll, right? That, that'll be the, uh, that'll be the, uh, the headline. Keeps you sharp. Yeah. Uh, what, um, what's your favorite book you've read recently? Favorite book I've read, probably The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. It's a great book for creating really strong teams. And we've been spending a lot of time, a lot of time there with my leadership team. What do you do for fun? I love to play golf, uh, but most of my weekends are spent on either a lacrosse field, a basketball court, watch my kids compete. What is your best advice for a first time CMO? To not be afraid to take some risk. You know, there's, there's the appropriate level of risk and then there's, you know, there's areas that you should stay, maybe stay away from depending on what the situation is. But don't be afraid to get out there on a limb a little bit and, and shake things up. And then what are you most excited about for the future of marketing? I think this whole, I think marketing is changing at such a rapid pace that, you know, I don't know, I don't think anybody really knows what it's going to look like in five years, 10 years, one year. And I think that that's the exciting element of it. There's always going to be the need to tell your story with customers, but the ways in which we tell it today versus, you know, five years from now is is going to be different and it's going to you can't and we've said it a couple of times here you can't just be complacent you have to constantly learn you have to you have to push yourself you have to stay on the forefront you have to stay current and i think that that's that's really exciting i couldn't agree more and uh and i'll and i'll kind of close with this um you know obviously we're we're, we're bullish on podcasts here at, at mission um when do you think we'll see uh, more uh, more podcasts on uh, Southwest flights? You know, uh, <clears throat> I I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that we recently added um, the ability for live music um, on board. We, we added that last I year. I saw that. Yeah. So yeah, it, the the like artist program is really cool. Yeah. So there's a natural extension there. Um, so hopefully not not too distant in the future. Uh, I love it. Um, Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing Trends. Marketing Trends is brought to you by Salesforce Pardot. World-class B2B marketers use Pardot to generate and nurture leads, close more deals, and maximize ROI at every stage of the sales cycle. 
Empower your marketing team to become revenue-generating superheroes and let Pardot's data analysis keep an eye on the bottom line. Learn more by visiting pardot.com slash podcast or click on the link in our show notes. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.